Welcome to Unplanned Podnancy, the only podcast on the internet where I say, Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. what's going on? <laughs> Chris, what's going on? How's your life been this week? <laughs> and I said, Not <laughs> that much, not much. Uh, not much, honestly. Uh, if I'm being super real, had some stress at work, got through it. That's big. That's good. Making it through. It's got, 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 a, got a good review at work. That's great. He was like, what you're doing is great. And I was like, cool, I'll keep doing nothing. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Keep putting in the minimal, uh, the minimal efforts going to keep coming your way. Uh, yeah. Um, had uh, some life stuff happen. And we're not happen. Um, the one year mark occurred. Um, I don't know why I'm bringing this up. It, it was just something that happened. I'm not going to go into it. Um, but uh, dealt with that. Um, it was an emotional uh, period. Uh, met with my family to deal with it, and uh, that's passed now. But I mean, in general, doing pretty well. Um, doing better than I have emotionally. In a while, hey, you know? that's great. Yeah. Um, for listeners, I'm just going to be real, real honest and let you guys know that I suffer from mild depression and severe anxiety. Uh, and sometimes when you're dealing with those issues, there's a lot of ups and downs. And uh, having, having a, a positive period right now. So hey, that's good. That's what's happening with me. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> mostly good thing uh, mostly good uh matt how are you doing uh i am doing okay i it's been a busy week for me with school and work and so i mm -hmm. haven't had a whole lot of time to do anything else uh last week i think i mentioned that i fucked up my back it's better yeah. now so that's good that's good um and other than that, the only other thing that's changed in my life is I've started going to the gym in the evenings at like 10 o'clock. Ooh, night gymming. Yeah, night gymming. And you know what? I think I like it. I used to get up early and go to the gym, and lately it's been really hard to get up early and get myself to do that because yeah. I've been having to stay up late for other stuff. So I just decided to start going in at night. And You know, there's benefits to both. There... Uh, I don't think I've ever worked out late, late like that, um, but I've definitely worked out early, early. Um, when we worked together, there was a period of time where I was going to the gym before that. And oh my you God. know how long and I... And then like yeah, driving you know an I, hour. Yeah, yeah. I think you... I, yeah, I was waking up at like 4 a.m. Yeah, that's rough, man. Yeah. You wouldn't burn yourself out on it quick. Yeah, but I mean, there there's some benefits to it. Like when you do that, like you're like when you work out before your day, you 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 really are wide awake, and you've got those, you've got that post workout dopamine yeah. kick going, and like it just like gets you through that start of your day and up until lunch, where you're like, I don't want to work yeah. anymore. But yeah, no, no, it, it makes the rest of your day great. It's just actually doing it. it yeah. yeah. Like getting up—that's the part. That... What, 
what what are some benefits you've seen from working out at night? Working out at night, I mean, generally I'm just a night person, so I have more energy. Mm-hmm. I feel more like doing stuff at night, so it's easier to convince myself to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And really, that's pretty much it. Uh, there are fewer people there at like 11 o'clock than there are at like 7 a.m., so. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's nice. Like last night, when, I was the only person there. Uh, yeah. When you come home, does it make you like want to go to bed earlier, or are you kind of like wired afterward? No, that was a little bit of an issue. Like I came home, and like it was like twelve thirty when I got back, and then I was like, "Well, I need to go to bed," but now I kind of have some energy, so I sat there for mm-hmm. like an hour b- before I like got tired again. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, figure out how to deal with that. Hey. I don't know. I'm going to keep trying it. See how it goes. Anyway. Yeah, I mean. Uh, do you know what today's topic is? I haven't got a clue. Okay. Well, uh, I flipped a coin before this because we were supposed to record yesterday. That ended up not happening. And in a twist of events, uh, John, who sent in the question about us and the apocalypse uh, sent me another question last night, and mm. I flipped a coin to see if we would just get, we were just going to do that, or if we were going to do the topic that we were were planning on doing last night. Anyway, and John won, so uh, John won. Uh, John won. So we're doing John's topic, another fan question. So this one is similar to the apocalypse question, but um. If you ended up getting stuck in a cryogenic pod. Ooh, I like where this is going already. And then you wake up 2,000 years in the future, uh-huh. and there are minimal traces of human rem- civilization. Like, there's, like, humans are gone, and there's barely any trace of, this, of civilization left. Yeah. And animals have drastically changed forms into, like, horrible monsters, and Earth is polluted. Uh, what do you do? Do you try to figure out what happened? Or do you just move on with your life and do your best to survive? Wow. Whoo, so I get Futurama'd. And I'm, I'm now in the future, but people are gone. It's The animals have mutated? Yeah, Is that the what animals have mutated animals and have now mutated. they're like super animals who are super aggressive. Oh man, that's, I mean, from my perspective, thinking about this as I am, if this happened to me and I ended up in the future with hyper-aggressive animals, I'm not, I mean, well, man, this is actually really tough, because I was going to say, why would I care what happened? Why would I, what am I going to do about it? But at the same time, I'd probably be real fucking curious what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, why the world go to shit? So my my initial reaction was, no, I wouldn't care. And I would just go on trying to live my life and, like, figure out a new way of living, which I could get into because I think that would be pretty cool. Um. But now I'm like, maybe I would 
try to figure out how to access the computer systems and figure out what happened just for my own satisfaction. Well, this says there's minimal traces of human remnants, which I assume means that like computers function in computer systems and stuff aren't <sighs> around either. But maybe there are. I mean, the big question becomes like, um, do you really know that everyone's dead? Or do you go out sure. searching for civilization? Like, do you be like, is there anyone left? Can, and can I find them? Yeah. Um, I, I think your natural instinct as a human, since we are social creatures, is going to be to try to find other people. Um, be, because humans survive better in groups. Right. I mean, this, this is, history has proven this. We are a pack animal, and we do better as in a group. Especially if animals have like evolved and stuff, and they're hyper aggressive, it's going to be super hard to defend yourself mm -hmm. against like just hyper aggressive you just wolves. Have to hide and, from yeah, like that's. That's not going to work out great for you. What are you going to try to eat immediately? Like, are you going to try to start... I mean, I guess plants are going to be the first thing that you're going to try to eat. Yeah. Probably. If there's any canned food left, maybe. Yeah, know. that's... That, see, that's going to be hard, man. You're 2,000 years in the future, so plant life has changed. Right. You don't know what's safe. Uh, you don't know what's safe. You don't have a fucking clue. I don't know what berries are safe right now. Right, yeah. Yeah, if I just well, wandered out into the woods... And yeah, I'd definitely eat something poisonous in like the first week. Yeah. Like there are so many things that look like raspberries or like little, just like little red berries that are like some of them are safe. Some of them are poisonous. Which one's which? I don't know. <laughs> like I, I'd be I'd be fucked, dude. Like I'd have to try to find. See, and if there's minimal traces of human society left, that means they've probably been gone for a while. Right. So the canned food is probably gone too. Yeah. So you're going to have to try to figure out how to live off the land. So you're going to have to try to eat the berries, but you're going to have to figure out a way to tell which ones are going to make you sick and which ones won't. Yeah. Which, off the top of my head, I'm not even sure how you would go about testing that. I mean, I guess how much of the poison is going to kill you? Can you just eat a little bit of it and see if you get sick. Because uh, if you go shoveling berries into your mouth, then it's going to kill you. I don't know what happens yeah. if you eat a little bit of poison. Yeah, but you're also, you've also got to survive. You can't just be like, one berry. Yeah, that's true. And be like, let's see what happens in three days. Like, you're going to, you got to eat. You know, I'm going to just lay out there how little I know about surviving. I don't know, could you just like, grab a bunch of leaves and just <laughs> eat just a fuck ton of leaves and survive for a little bit? <laughs> I have no idea. I, am, if I would be useless. Yeah, if it's the right plant, yes. I mean, like, if you found, like, a lettuce plant, absolutely. You can eat all their leaves. Great. But if I just find, like, an oak tree and just start pulling leaves off and eating them, what happens? No idea. Is that enough calories to keep me alive for a little bit if I just eat a fuck ton of them? It's. I don't think it's the calories. Yeah, it's gonna have calories, but will it kill you? I don't Are know. Are oak 
are oak leaves poisonous in large quantities? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I I don't know anything. I I should start watching Survivor or something because I <laughs> well yeah I mean that it's it's an interesting question. Why don't we eat oak leaves? Yeah, like is it just because they suck yeah, well, and they're not good like tasting, or is it because they're not good for us? Like what what's the reasoning? I have no idea. Just grass. I'm pretty sure you can just eat grass. Yeah, I mean kids do it all the time. Right. I mean, sometimes I have no lettuce or anything, but I've just got a bottle of dressing in my refrigerator. Actually, that's the state of and my house. You just house walk outside and you get lawnmower clippings. And you no, 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 no. no. Well, I'm I'm not saying I do that, but <laughs> this is the current state of my house. There's no lettuce or anything, but I have several bottles of dressing. What is sure. to stop me from just going outside? Other than it's fall and they've all turned, but like in the summer and just yanking a bunch of leaves off the tree and just fucking dumping some grass dressing on it and I, making that lunch. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't guess anything's stopping you. That's 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 an interesting question. I have no idea. I have no idea what's just stopping people from just going outside and being like, here's a bunch of grass. Yeah. Throw some ranch on it. Okay, I googled it, and this says that oak leaves are safe to eat in small amounts, but they contain high levels of tannins, which are toxic if consumed in large quantities. So that's probably that's part of it. Um, okay, that's one tree. That's one tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's one tree. <laughs> now we know that we can eat a small amount of oak leaves. A small. Amount. What? <laughs> See, but this is information we wouldn't have available. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to Google I'd be that. So I just fucked, feel it, dude. Yeah. I I would probably get desperate, pull like a hundred leaves off of an oak tree, try to eat it, and die. That's like my first night. <laughs> <laughs> I get. I guess what you would really want to do is grab a small amount from a lot of plants and hope that you're ingesting small enough quantities of, of each poison. Any, <laughs> yeah, that it won't fucking kill you. Like, I don't know what else. I don't know what else you would do. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I guess. I guess with like berries and stuff, you could probably taste the berry and see if it like makes your tongue tingle or your lips tingle or anything, and be like, oh, yeah, you could mash. <laughs> bad. You could mash it and like rub it on the inside of your mouth or something a little bit and see. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, some poisonous berries might taste really good. Wow. <sighs> Well, they probably evolved to be poisonous so that we wouldn't eat them. So they, why would they taste good? Uh, well, no. Uh, oh. The berry isn't the... The berry is the ovary of the plant, right. right? So you would make the berry poisonous and taste good so that it would kill the creature so that it wouldn't consume the flower. Well, they don't want it. The, the the plants don't want them eating their ovaries either, because then they can't reproduce. That's why peppers are spicy to keep animals from eating the seeds. True. Is is the yeah? I guess the peppers the fruit, right? Yeah, yeah. Peppers peppers have the seeds and shit in them. That's what they are. They drop onto yeah. the ground and then they grow a new plant out of them. But they have capsaicin in them because the plants evolved over time to be poisonous because. Animals didn't eat the spicy. Well, m- maybe or not poisonous, but spicy. Yeah, spicy, yeah. Maybe the plan would work then. Maybe making a mash and rubbing it on your cheek and seeing what happened would 
Maybe. actually give you some information. I don't know. But I guess counterpoint is peppers are spicy, but they're not poisonous. You can eat as many peppers as you want to. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I mean, I guess... I guess your best bet is probably to make a fire and then try to fish or find some small animal or something. Like, hope that there's some sort of yeah. weird fucked up squirrel you can kill. Uh, I wonder if cooking... Like, if you took oak leaves and you, like, boiled them, would that get rid of the tannins? I have and no fucking idea. could you eat idea. a lot of them? I have no mm-hmm. idea. And how are you, you going to boil them? You don't have a pot. How are you going to boil water? This is true. Well, I mean, if you find a big enough rock and another rock, you can smack rocks together until you are, get... You uh, seriously uh, are going to expend calories on trying to... Bore out a bowl out of <laughs> not the first night, and not the first night. I mean, <laughs> see, uh, this this is just going double D because I was gonna say a good way to get calories is to eat bugs, but which bugs are poisonous? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can eat worms. You can eat you roaches. Can eat, yeah, there you go. You can eat Crickets. some r- ants, crickets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess, like, worms and Stay away from anything brightly colored, probably. Yeah. You can eat... That's gonna be dangerous. Most snakes aren't poisonous. This is true. So, you you can eat most snakes. But who knows what the fucking state of snakes is gonna be in this world where everything is mutated, apparently, either. They, They could be giant snakes. I think you're just. Here. I think the answer, my actual answer to this question is, I'm fucked, and it's not going to matter because I'm not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> just not. Well, I I I like where the question is though, because um, it reminds me of uh oh, what is the name of the anime? Doctor uh Doctor Stone. Have you ever no. seen Doctor Stone, Matt? No. Oh my gosh! It's uh, in the anime. Basically, I've never, I've not finished even. I think I finished season one, maybe, but it's probably way further. Um, since the last time I watched it, but something happens, an event happens, and it turns all the humans to stone on the planet. And like some thousands of years passed, and there's like a small subsect of humans that didn't get turned, mm-hmm. and some of the Original humans start coming out of this stone. Okay. And one of them is a kid who's a genius. Um, and he's like the first one awakens, and he figures out that the reason he was awakened was because he was in a cave and bat dung was like dripping like with moisture from the cave and it was hitting the spot on the stone and ended up opening him up and he figured out how to use the chemicals and the bat dung to unfreeze people. And he basically the anime is him reinventing a lot of scientific discoveries and uh-huh. using science to. That's um, dope. I don't want to watch that now. Yeah, it's it's really cool. He uses science to help one civilization against uh, other groups of people that are basically trying to be more brutish. Yeah. And 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 the ways they live and he wants uh, a kingdom of science. Um and this question really reminds me of that anime. Just if you've got the intellect to live in a world like this, could you start a new civilization? 
And what kind of civilization would it be? Because, um, you know, if you were super smart and you could figure out the stuff with plants, you could survive. Or if you were super strong and you could fight the animals, I mean, how are you, you going to survive? It, you're just one person. How are you going to start a yes. civilization? You're on your own. Well, that's, that's the thing. If you can survive one day, now you can start searching for people. Right. Right, so that's to, the question. To see if there's so, any survivors. So you are going to start searching for people? I guess was the question that I initially asked right. before we yeah. got Yeah, if I make it past day one. Yeah. Which is where we ended up. If I could make it past day one, yeah, I think I, think I would start searching for survivors. Yeah, I think I would too. I think that's the, that's the obvious thing to do is, honestly, is like if you just wake up somewhere in the middle of nowhere and it looks like there's no remnants of human civilization but you don't really know... I don't think most people are just going to be like, well, fuck it, because this is it. <laughs> like, I, you don't know the difference between that and just like waking up in the middle of the Mojave Desert. Right. So you don't know that if you don't keep looking that there's not somebody out there. Yeah, it's a big planet, man. Like, if, if there was a catastrophic event, human and like humans are being wiped out, the chances are the people that survive are going to end up in a location that is less affected by the changes going on mm-hmm. and that's going to be like one specific location and then when the event is over they're going to spread out from that location and so like if that location is like kaido japan yeah like and you wake up in the middle of america <laughs> Yeah, like you're not going to see shit for a long time right? until you make it to Japan. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, I think uh, I think that's the obvious thing. That Yeah, what I would do if I woke up in this situation is I would absolutely try to figure out what was going on. I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. just like start trying to survive and just living my life. I would de- definitely start trying to figure out what was going on. And I think I would probably decide on a system of walking around the earth. I would basically probably just end up dedicating my life to start walking and see how much of earth I can cover before I die. What are you going to do when you get to the notion? Um, okay, so you're going to wake up in North America. You can do North America and you can do South America. Right? Yeah. So if you get to the point where you have like adequately covered that, then, mm-hmm. well, you probably don't want to cross. You probably don't want to go all the way back up and like try to cross over to Russia through Alaska because the water and stuff up there is cold, cold. as fuck. That's not going to be a good way to go. But I mean, people have built like sailboats and shit and made it across the ocean. So I think what you do. Or what I would do, at least, is once I had, like, basically satiated myself with North and South America, if I'm still alive at that point, which, I mean, that's going to take you a fucking eternity anyway, but yeah, if I get to that point, I'm probably going to start building some sort of watercraft and stockpiling resources, and I'm going to f- say, fuck it. I'm going to try to make it over to Europe or something. Damn. Give it a shot. 
So you, first, you're going to go north and south. That's gonna, you, you're you're making a conscious decision. Yeah. To go north and south first. I'm probably not going to go too far into Canada because it, it gets really <laughs> cold. And true. It, like I'm probably going to like probably going to go up into like lower mainland Canada. Um, and then do you want to try to go through the desert and make it out west though? We, and if you go into mm. down into Mexico, you're gonna have to go through desert anyhow. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't go I north know. and south. You wouldn't. No. What would you do? <laughs> There's no way I'm gonna try to go through Mexico. That sounds like that's that sounds rough, man. Like it's a lot of desert. That's a it lot is. of desert to get through. Yeah. Just you ain't go from. From middle U.S. where I'm at, I'm 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 gonna try to just get to Europe. Like, uh, so are you gonna going, walk around going, the East Coast at least? Like, go up into like New England? And- yeah, I'll pro- I'd probably do that because the East Coast not bad. There's no deserts or anything. Yeah. So I mean, once you get to the southern part around Florida, yeah, there's a lot more sand, but. Probably not even gonna explore Florida that much, but the the far yeah east probably explore that. But I'm not gonna try to head west and You're not gonna try to go deal to with the desert. Too much desert, man. I mean, so many people died trying to get to California. I mean, it's already honestly probably to. fair that in this situation where there's not much humanity left, humanity is not going to try to live in a place that doesn't make sense to live in. And the West Coast of the United States basically doesn't make any sense to live in. No. Like, without irrigation and stuff, living it's in awful. Arizona or Southern California makes no sense. Yeah. Like, Washington, Oregon, maybe. Yeah. But the rest of the West Coast, no. Yeah. Useless. So. So so, would it make sense then to just like, say you woke up at the Midwest and there's it's just barren wasteland. Do you just like start going to New York? Yeah, because it makes sense that like the largest place, like civilization, the large the pre whatever happened, the largest populations areas would be the places mm-hmm. that would either reestablish themselves or continue to exist in some capacity. So yeah, maybe going so. to New York makes sense. Yeah, that's probably immediately where I would start heading. Would be toward the Big Apple. Yeah, and then if there's no one there, yeah, start heading toward Maine, New Hampshire area. See if there's anyone there. There's no one there. See if there's any boats left, because that's where boats are going to be if there's any. Yeah, that's the other thing. I guess I I just assumed that all the boats were gone, but you don't know that you couldn't just find another boat. Yeah. I mean, if it's been 2,000 years since people maintained them, they probably wouldn't be in good shape. But I think it'd be easier to patch up a boat that's like... That exists. Washed yeah. onto land than to build Building like a seaworthy land. vessel. Because making a raft is one thing. Making a raft that to get across the ocean to England, that's another thing. That is another thing. That's, that's far harder. The other thing that's going to be way harder than it probably sounds like is like you're like okay i'm gonna leave new york and try to fucking sail over to mainland europe but you're 
you're gonna get fucking off course in the middle of the oh, ocean. Oh yeah, you're gonna like. Oh yeah. you're, you're gonna end up like smacking into India or some shit somehow, and like. <laughs> yeah, if unless you have a sextant and know how to read the stars, actually, it doesn't even matter. It's two thousand years in the future. You have no idea how the stars are laid out. Anymore. I mean, you could, you know, where the sun's like. You know, you can know east and west at least. Yeah. So you know you're yeah. going east. Yes. Which is half the battle. Yeah. But but if you get slightly off at some point and end up going south, I mean, yeah, you could end up because two thousand years from now is the northern star going to be north? I don't think so. I don't even think well, it's, you know, it's not. It's not even true north right now. Right, but you know. The sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. just wait for the sun to come up and be like, oh, that's due east. Uh, we are useless. Ooh, ooh, man, there I are don't people know. who are going to people are going <laughs> to listen to this who know anything about fucking anything and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these guys are fucked. Because, <laughs> like, right now, I'm thinking, if I'm out at sea, how many positions can I be in? Where, if I look to the east while the sun's coming up, it looks like it's straight ahead because the sun's big. Uh, and so I'm thinking, like, you could be in a lot of positions in the sea and be like, that's straight east. Yeah, it's also not like directly in the middle of the sky, so you can still be like. A certain amount of degrees going north or south at any time, and yeah. Get real confused by that. So, yeah. yeah, you're gonna end up. You're gonna end up north or south of where you intended to be, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I guess the northern star at night will probably, even if it's not true north right now, it's still going to be more north than it is like east. So that at least to guide you. To the northern hemisphere, maybe. I don't know. I don't know where the northern star is going to be in two thousand years. It could be in the south. Fuck, I don't know. Earth, it moves. Well, how far away? Why would it change though? The northern, because Earth's not. Earth and its like rotation around the sun, right? Isn't con- isn't consistent. The the like planet is, yeah, yeah, it's drifting. It, we're we're drifting in different directions. Some t- we're getting like further away in one direction and closer at right. other directions. Yeah. So the position of the northern star is changing based on the ellipse. Uh, that the planet takes around the sun changing. Okay. Now, can't how drastically can it change? I have no idea. I don't either. I mean, it probably can't change too drastically without the planet being like not inhabitable. So, I. And if the northern star is at least two thousand light years away from Earth, then which I don't know if it is. I have no fucking idea. I have no. Then idea. it's not. Well, I mean, I guess you don't know that it hasn't died. Like, I don't know. I have no That's fucking true. idea. I yeah, I don't know if the light from the northern star is still coming to Earth. Yeah, is that star still there? 
Do we know that? Because that star could have died a thousand years ago, and now a thousand years from now, or the no, if the star is like a thousand light years away and it dies now, then it could be gone in a thousand years. Yes. Anyway, can stars move? I've never, I've never thought about this. Can star, can stars drift in space, or are they stationary objects? That I don't know either. I assume because they can't be stationary. They're they're moving within their galaxy, right? Because galaxies spin. It probably well. That's because the star. There's a star. Oh yeah, you're right. Stars are moving. Okay, I mean everything's <laughs> flying through space. At yeah, some, like so, our galaxy, our our solar system is moving through space. Yeah. So like, in two thousand years, with our with our solar system moving within our galaxy, spinning on its arm, and then the northern star doing its thing, which I don't know if the northern star is in our galaxy or another galaxy. It could. It's probably in our galaxy. That seems more likely. It's four hundred and thirty light years from Earth. I just googled it. <laughs> I don't think we can see stars in other galaxies. So <laughs> I don't know. I have no fucking idea, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm just pulling bullshit I don't know out of my ass. About anything I, I don't know i think it's possible that the northern star could be in a real real different position <laughs> you know what that's why i like these questions because the deeper we get into them the more i realize how much of I everything know. i don't know yeah and now i just want to go start googling <laughs> shit yeah i'm so curious about the position of stars over time right now this probably isn't the answer john wanted no, <laughs> we not probably at all. did not ask this question with the intention of us <laughs> discussing the fact that we don't know. Here, let me let me give you an unplanned potency crystal answer, John, just for your own satisfaction. What I'm going to do is I'm going to wake up. When I get out of that pod, I'm going to immediately find some weaponry. I'm going to find the largest animal I can, run away from that animal, but get its attention. <laughs> Try to lure it to something that it hunts, something else large, but not as large as it. Get it to kill that thing. Once it's killed that thing and eaten a lot of it and left, I'm going to grab its bones and like teeth and stuff and try to make weaponry for myself and use its hide that's left over to clothe myself and keep myself warm. And eat what? That's going to be move number meat one. meat is left, I assume. And eat any meat that's left. Yeah. That that that's move number one. John. You're basically going to be a vulture. Number one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that'd be a great way to survive. Just just picking off other things' food. Yeah. Great way to survive. Might be nasty, but probably not poisonous. Hey, that's eh. a good plan. I like that plan. It would maybe keep me alive for a little bit. I don't know. That might work. Might work. Um, I'm not gonna know what to do. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. get a. I'm gonna wake up from this fucking cryo tube, and I'm gonna wander out into the, into the, the nature, and probably the first thing I come across, like Chris said, running away from whatever that thing is. Um, I probably wouldn't have thought of getting the larger thing to kill the smaller thing. I'm probably just going to keep trying to find some smaller animal that I can kill myself. Mm -hmm. uh, probably end up getting in a fight with that thing. End up grievously wounded. 
and then <laughs> and, <laughs> and then <I>. die. <laughs> <laughs> but provided I'm successful in killing that thing, then yeah, I'm gonna fashion fashion a spear probably out of some sticks. Uh, try to hunt. Maybe I'm going to be successful at that. Maybe I'm not. If I'm successful at that, then I'm going to wander around. I Chris makes a valid point. I'm not going to try to go through the desert areas. I'm probably going to wander around. Probably going to leave the, the Midwest on the way to the East Coast, like he said, and hit up. Try to hit up like major points along the way. <laughs> See if anybody's yeah. there. The thing is, in 2,000 years, yeah. will the desert still be desert? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. He, <laughs> John, John, he said something about that. He said there's a harsh, polluted environment left behind, so everything's fucked anyhow. It, yeah. Is the desert extra fucked? Is everything desert? I don't know. Is everything know. poisonous? Probably. <laughs> John, how do I survive this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instructions unclear. <laughs> Stabbed myself with a fork. Found a fork. Um. <laughs> I yeah, man. I I I think, uh, like you said, this these kind of scenarios really shine a light on how little I know, and I I love that. Yeah, I love I love starting a thought experiment and being like. Yeah, yeah, this is what I would do yeah. and be like, oh, I don't know how to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, it cannot be overstated how ill-prepared I would be for this situation. Yeah. yeah. I think both Apocalypse episodes have revealed that <laughs> I am woefully unprepared for the apocalypse. Yeah, I'm about to start buying, like, survivalist books and <laughs> like, studying up. So you never know when you might end up in an apocalypse situation. <laughs> Come back to Unplanned Potency in two years and ask us again, <laughs> yeah. and we'll see if we've prepared any. Um, <laughs> maybe. And, and to answer the other question, I'm absolutely going to try to figure out what happened to humanity. I'm going to try to piece together any clues I can yeah. find to try to figure it out. I, yeah, we, we haven't really touched on that part a whole lot. I th that's going to be, if there's not a lot of traces left, it's going to be hard. But the things that humanity have left, like New York, for example, aren't going to just disappear, even after 2,000 years. They'll be covered. Well, I mean, what there's if they were bombed or something and just flattened? Well, there's a lot of concrete in, concrete in New York, right? Mm. If you go to New York it and you dig long jump. enough, yeah, you're going to hit concrete. You're eventually going to find signs that humans were there. Yeah, something. Um, so you're going to be able to work your way through locating New York. Um, and I think if it's not bombed, if it's bombed, that's one thing. But if it's not bombed, there's going to be some really big nature structures that are a little too square. And you're going to be like, I think that's a building. Yeah. And you're going to be able to rip through some vines with some work. You're probably going to have to kill an animal to make some saws out of bones and like axes and stuff, but you're going to be able to get through vines and like the overgrowth and actually make your way inside of the building. Now, the inside of the building is probably going to be filled with plants and shit too. So this is probably going to be a really, really big struggle. And you're probably going to 
carve through a lot of buildings for no reason until you like find a piece of information to help you solve any piece of this mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I'm absolutely probably going to spend the, basically the rest of my life trying to piece together exactly what happened. Um, unless I just ha- luckily happen upon something that's just like a journal that's like, here's exactly what happened. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I think you, no matter what has caused whatever ended humanity, there's just too much, like you said, for everything to be completely eradicated. To yeah. the point where there's just no evidence left behind. That's just yeah. There, there's so many computer systems, and how many of them would be useful? Uh, like half a percent, maybe. But there are a lot of computers and stuff that you will probably be able to dig up, and you'll probably find some that would have drives that work. What do you um, use power them? Yeah, no, that's a whole different. That's a whole different issue, right? That's yeah, because like even if you find, even if you find battery packs or something that plug them into, the batteries aren't going to be good. Not two thousand years. Mm-mm. No way. Lithium ion batteries and, and yeah. stuff are going to be completely worthless. You're going to have to try to invent batteries. Yeah, you're gonna have to come up with, have to come up with some sort of power generator. Maybe if there's well, how are you going to get gas though? Because even gas, gas oh, is going to go bad. Not the way to do it, gas is not the way to do well, it. Well, I meant like if you found a generator or something. Oh, maybe maybe you could get it functioning, but the ga- the gas you would put in the generator is going to be bad. So, I th- I think reinventing the battery is your best way to go because batteries are fairly simple, right? You've got some kind of, oh man, I might get this wrong. You've got a positive and a negative charge that's in a, a circuit. Yeah. And then you've got some kind of, I think, ionized fluid that you use to hold the charge. I mean, aren't you, though, going to have to figure out how to... You're essentially going to have to figure out how to make something that is like a nearly perfect 110 volt power source that you can, to be able to plug anything into it to make it function. Because you can't, you can't just take a random amount of electricity and just like mm-hmm. pump it into a wire and hope <laughs> it's gonna, mm-hmm. whatever device you're plugging in is going to work. Like, and how are you going to measure that? How are you going to figure out how to make that? Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's more than just making sparky sparks. It's there's like it has to be the right amount. Yeah, well, that's step one is make sparks. Step two is make the right amount of sparks. I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is something you could probably spend the rest of your life on and not succeed at. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, how long ago? I mean, electricity is not that old. I I think I think thirty years or so, you'd probably figure it out. 
You probably figure out. Yeah, how to I make, guess you're at least how starting how to, from the step of you know roughly what it is and how it works. Not yeah. not that you know how to generate it effectively or anything like that, but you at least know the concept of electricity. Okay, I figured out my first step. Okay, yeah, find a library. That's what and I was about to recover say. any text that's yeah. left. <laughs> you could, you might be able to just study up on it well enough to make yeah. something passable. I, you're gonna really need to hope that some text survived. Yeah. What if you find an iPad or something, and you're like, maybe this is this is the only electronic device I, I can find, and you spend like 15 years studying and building your battery pack and stuff, and you finally plug it in, and it's charging, and it's just fucking the screen's broken or something. awful fucking terrible Uh, yeah don't 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 rely on an ipad to find something else (laughs) find a different device oh god god I, i mean newspapers will probably still exist so hopefully someone put it in text newspaper ink fades though over the course of 2000 years uh, well, there's still text from 2,000 years ago, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the the problem, though, with modern newspapers, though, is they're, like, super cheaply printed with, like, a minimal amount of ink, and it fades really fast. Oh, that's true. Yeah, our our modern documentation probably isn't as sturdy. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> See, here's another, another thing. I don't know enough about newspapers. Do they do a master print that's like super hardy and put it in archives? I don't fucking know, dude. I have that, no idea. Some, hey, if anyone works at a newspaper, I want to answer that question because if they don't make a master newspaper print that is just like super like durable paper with super long-lasting ink, Little dumb. It's a little dumb. We should be. We should always prep for a non-computerized future. Yeah. Yeah. We're totally not prepping for a non-computerized future. There's no, no. way that oh, no. are doing that. If we got EMP'd, like if a seriously large EMP took, like all the digital com- computers and stuff down well yeah we're <laughs> like so much of humanity's knowledge is just fucking deleted that's absolutely sad. deleted that's sad someone get to work on printing everything out on durable paper with everlasting ink someone get to work on that please thank you Say, save save mankind make everything a book Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there are, I mean, there are probably archives of printed media and stuff that, like, someone's got to be doing it. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe don't know. an archivist. That's another thing to look up. This. <gasps> an archivist? That's probably a cool job. I bet well, it's a. Boring job. Literally anybody who listens to this podcast who specializes in anything that isn't computers thinks has stopped listening at this point because we've made asses of ourselves in every possible. <laughs> 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 like, 
<laughs> maybe Scientific or maybe they're super avenue. entertained by our lack of knowledge and they were they're gonna write in and let us know how things really work yeah if you specialize in anything we've covered tell us how wrong we are go for it <laughs> yeah come on the show and talk yeah. to us <laughs> yeah if you're a i think that's a great idea actually if you're a specialist in basically anything that we've talked about if you're a specialist in the apocalypse if you have credentials in apocalypse management hit us up <laughs> we want to interview you. <laughs> i think if you're a, an expert on anything maybe hit us up because there's probably a lot we don't know about yeah and it would be super cool to talk to you and pick your brain about just about anything so yeah yeah i think yeah. that'd be cool yeah yeah if you're like if you have credentials in some field whether that be uh, like history or rocket science or space if you're an astronomer yeah mm. drop us drop us an instagram message or something and we'll come up with a hypothetical situation and we'll interview you about it yeah that'd be cool that sounds really cool let's do that that sounds dope all right chris do you have anything else to make it nasty out of ourselves eh. about no i don't think so i love you all thank you I love you uh, all too. <laughs> for existing and listening uh, come again. Thanks for wasting your time here with us today. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye.